Hi, welcome to Lenses General Podcast. My name is Akshara and I'm here with Val. And today we're going to be discussing flex culture and how it ties into perfectionism. So I feel like we should start off by kind of discussing sort of everything with the pandemic, especially because I think it's changed how we see celebrities a lot and sort of influencers because I mean, if you just look at like Kim Kardashian when she went on that, when she went on that trip for her like birthday, day, her birthday thing. Oh my! Yes, God. to the private island, and then everyone was so pissed at her, and she's like, "Oh well, we got tests done," and everyone was like, quarantining before and after. Which I honestly, do you believe that? Because I don't, I don't believe that they're I actually quarantining. Like they're celebrities. I don't know. I don't know what I believe. Like it just, it just felt to me really insensitive. I agree. Hold on. I have a a statistic. So in so for context, twenty point six million people lost their jobs between March and May in two thousand twenty. So that's like two months, two and a half months, if we're going off like March fourteenth, and then. So that's 20.6 million, and then in 2008, 8.7 million people lost their jobs. So it's like almost three times the amount of people who are unemployed during an economic recession, and they're out here like, like I don't. If you want to do that, you can, and like if no one knows about it, then it is what it is. But the fact, yeah, why would you post about that to all of your? It reminds me of Khloe Kardashian. You know how she has, like, that jean company? Um, someone tweeted, like, oh, I had to work double shifts to afford one pair of jeans, but it's so worth it because the girl was, like, a fan. And then Khloe Kardashian responded, and she said, oh, my gosh, this is so sweet. And it was, everyone what? on Twitter was so, like, just pissed because that's, you have to be really just out of touch with the reality to... To con to condescend like an adult woman like that. I feel like this is like I feel like that's kind of the whole thing that's happening. I just feel like celebrities are just like not since they're obviously a lot richer little than like normal people. They're like out of touch with the regular regular people because they're like so high up and like in their little like lives that they don't. I feel like they just don't realize. I think either way. There's two, there are two ways that I feel like celebrities and influencers see us poor people. (laughs) They either see us as like, ew, why are you poor? Like the plebeians. (laughs) Or they see us as like the general public, as puppies. And that's what, that's how I feel like Khloe Kardashian when she said that thing about the jeans was acting. And she was like, oh my God, that's so cute. You have to pay like, $40 for shipping and you have to work double shifts and overtime to just buy my jeans like girl why don't you make your jeans cheaper okay you have enough money yeah exactly it's just like this whole like flexing and like grinding culture just like I feel like it's been like exacerbated by the like celebrities kind of exacerbated this during the pandemic and like for sure oh my god like like, you know the whole, like, Bahamas trip scan? Yeah, with the with the TikTok influencers. Oh, my God. I, when I, was, when I was looking at that, I was just like, 
and you saw like Noah back and he said something like we needed a break we needed a something and it was just getting he said something like that right someone asked him about it and he said quote and he was like talking about the backlash it is what it is i think especially the business we're in it's like you need some time to kind of disconnect for a while what that's what that was meant for it was just a little trip to get away what about the essential workers? Like, they deserve a trip. Like, they've been working for a year. Okay, I'm sorry. TikTokers don't do anything. Like, <laughs> I'm, I understand celebrities, like actresses and musicians and, and all of that, where they actually do have to kind of do stuff. Even you could argue that the Kardashians are, you know, business women. But TikTokers, like, the entire hype house, if you want to disconnect, literally just turn your phone onto airplane mode and then go touch grass like you don't have to go to the bahamas putting everyone who helps you in danger because you wanted to go on a trip with like your 10 closest friends yeah it's just like they're flexing their lives and it's just like i don't i don't know how i feel about that and like exactly how you said the, the like statistic you want you, you told you said like how like it's three times as many people who lost their jobs like, that just, it just seems really insensitive, and, like, it's just, like, it, I feel like it's, like, you're promoting, like, a lux lifestyle. Oh, they for sure are. But I feel like it's kind of, I feel like the pandemic will definitely change the way we kind of see all of this sort of, um, this life of luxury that a lot of people on the internet like to promote, because... It just really, I mean, before, that was kind of something that they would try to make their fans aspire to to reach, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that's, that's what they were putting out there because they wanted everyone to sort of be jealous of them. Because the, and it's, like, entertaining because that's not something you see in your everyday life when you're just a viewer. But then, with everything going on, I think it made the audience realized that oh celebrities don't actually like their main purpose wasn't to entertain us or anything they just wanted to do this but they're not following kind of they're not doing things properly within the context of what's going on in the world like they literally they're so far removed and it wasn't just that they're playing it up for entertainment they're they're actually like that and i think that's been revealed by covid yeah. it's just it's just interesting because it, like you said it's like within the context of the situation like it, it's i feel like it's totally inappropriate like seeing how many people are struggling to like put up this content of i'm living my best life just living it up, living it up in like the bahamas i just get really upset about that cuz it's just like they're basically for lack of a better word, you're basically just, like, putting down, like, these many people and you're making them feel bad about themselves. You're making the general public be, like, well, like well, I can't, like, like, you're making the general public look really upset, in my opinion. I agree. And, of course, it's not just the hype house or um, Kim Kardashian. I mean, a lot of it actually is <laughs> the hype house. A lot of the TikTok influencers are really screwing around and just not being considerate whatsoever i mean um there's this tiktoker loray who had a birthday party way back and he um 
I don't think he threw it, but Nikita Dragon threw it for him. And then obviously Nikita Dragon has been just walking around not wearing a mask. She has that like little piece of plastic that she covers oh, her back. Ice cream scoopers, but it's like flipped. You know those like ice cream scooper thingies or like candy scooper thingies, and it's just like them like flipped around. Oh my god! Yeah, that's literally what she uses as a mask. It's so corny. I I don't understand why can't she just. They make clear masks. If you're really that vain and you want people to see your your face, just use a clear mask. Exactly. Like what is what is this like plastic spoon? <laughs> so there's Nikita Dragon and then Charlie D'Amelio, Dixie D'Amelio, and James Charles. They were also, you know, having parties around LA. There's obviously that like Everyone's been going to this restaurant, Saddle Ranch, and Ariana Grande kind of called them out. Oh, and then she did that, and then what's his name? Bryce Hall was like, oh, I understand why she's doing it, because, like, she needs to be relevant or something, or she, like, needs to stir up clout. Ariana Grande needs no help being relevant. She's already, like, one of the biggest female artists in the world. Like, I don't... If anything, it like Bryce Hall needs it. He said she's not wrong, but like unnecessary. It's unnecessary to call out a specific group, especially when there's other people doing it, because she knew that TikTokers have like a high audience. I mean, it was obviously like a marketing move and good for her. Marketing move? What? She doesn't need to market to you. She doesn't need to do anything. She can yeah. be popular by herself. Like, she could literally just drop an album with no promotion and still be yeah, successful. Yeah. And then just a little last note of the um, Jake Paul also was, I mean, I guess no one's surprised that Jake Paul would be inconsiderate, <laughs> but he, he made this song and then um, he threw a party because it was in one of the scenes of the music video. And it was like during the pandemic, like when it was really, I think it was over the summer. And um, someone interviewed him about it, and then he was basically like, oh, our leadership, like in the government, has been really weak, and he said, quote, I personally, personally, am not the type of person who's going to sit around and not live my life. I'm confused. What? To kind of transition into our main, like, idea or slash topic Mm -hmm. for today, I feel like this culture of, like, flexing and grinding that primarily celebrities portray can also be translated into like teens feeling this need like kids and like older kids feeling this need to like be like be like them be perfect and I feel like it's I feel like it's just been exacerbated because of the pandemic and like and I feel like I feel like obviously the main like place teens have to deal with perfectionism like the desire to be perfect I feel like it's perpetuated by like celebrities is in mm-hmm. academics like I feel like there's a lot of, like, culture, like, there are a lot of, like, cultural standards that, like, these, like, cultural stereotypes that, like, you have to get an A all the time, but, like, it's unrealistic. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there for sure is, like, a parallel. I feel like it's because teenagers and young people in general are, are so, um, like, they're, they really want to adapt to... I don't, what's the word, like, influenceable? They want to adapt. Is that a word? (laughs) (laughs) No, I guess it's, okay, it's fine. It's a word, and it's it's a word. Oh, impressionable. (laughs) (laughs) 
they're so impressionable. So like, not only are they trying to live up to celebrities' idea of like a perfect life, but they're also you know surrounded by te- like other teenagers. And then I feel like a lot of teens, their main kind of goal is they're always thinking about college because that's like the next big step. So In college, I I know for a fact, like. I'm a sophomore, I'm a rising junior, and, like, people have started, like, my counselors have started being, being like, hey, like, it's coming, college, college is coming, and I, it's just, like, this, like, looming, impending doom, like, I mean, I guess you, Val, can speak on it, because you're a senior, mm-hmm. it, it just feels like everyone is, like, grinding and trying to like be perfect and get the A's, take the APs or the IBs. Well, okay, so I was uh, a senior now um, in high school, so I've already gone through the process and now I'm out the other side and I've already already know kind of where I'm going to go and stuff, but uh, like throughout high school, I was always staying up late to finish assignments and stuff and even getting like a B on, I remember, oh, I have, like, this diary entry I remember that I wrote, and I, like, reread it a few, like, weeks ago or so, and it was from freshman year. Um, it was like, oh, today I took a, an, a geometry quiz, and I got a B on it, which is really unfortunate, because I thought I did really well. I thought I would get an 100%, and it was so sad. Yes. It's like everything is drawing parallel. You can draw parallels with like academic pressure and like perf- and, like the pressure to be perfect to like celebrities. It's all like it's all in- interconnected into this like larger like larger web of just like pressure. And I feel like kind of going off of that, another area is like peer pressure. Like I feel like people do often they do things that they don't want to just because it, or like they aren't comfortable with just because people are being like you have to do this to be perfect and you have to do this to be just like us and like and, and and i think there's also like the influence of technology like if you look at like going back to celebrities celebrities promoting different like gadgets and diets instead of like consulting a medical prof- like instead of like mm-hmm. giving advice from like medical professionals I feel like I, I definitely felt like when I look on Instagram and I see these things, it just like really triggers me because it, cause it's just like, because it's like to get the perfect waist. I'm like, why isn't it my waist perfect? Even though it's not like yours, like I think it's perfect. It kind of, it's, I keep going back to the Kardashians, but like they're really huge perpetrators in this whole thing. Um, I don't know if you know, but like Khloe Kardashian, there's this photo of her. Um, that her, like, grandmother took or something, and it was accidentally posted to Twitter. And it was unfiltered, she wasn't posing for it, really, and she, they were, like, she didn't touch it up, you know, there's no, like, face tune or anything. And, um, and then it started, like, circulating around Twitter, and a lot of people were trying to, like, see it, but she started, like, suing people who had it still posted, or she, like, threatened lawsuits. I don't know if she actually sued them. But, like, a lot of people were mad because they, like, no one was being that. Ne- I mean, there were probably people being negative. But if you looked at, like, like what was trending that night, 
every top comment was just like, she looks so beautiful and it's so sad that she feels the need to like hide this to like face tune everything. And, and then she posted a statement after the fact where she was like, I've been under public scrutiny my whole life. People have been calling me ugly my whole life. I'm allowed to portray myself however I want. And you never get used to being scrutinized so intensely. And the thing is, I like I have sympathy for her because obviously I think she probably has some sort of like body dysmorphia if she's going through such extreme um, lengths to hide this picture of herself. But also I feel like it's you can't just pity her because she and her entire family are so complicit and not just complicit, but they're actively um, like pushing forward these beauty standards and it's unrealistic it's exactly standards for perfection like that that, like teens want to achieve or like teens and like not not as much teens just young people in general want to achieve because they think it's the perfect thing and oftentimes like these like standards are very like eurocentric Mm -hmm. like for for people like you me who are asian and of other ethnicities and other races it's a lot harder and it's a lot different I'm Indian American. I feel like Indian standards of beauty are sometimes very different from Western standards of beauty. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely in, in Eastern Asian beauty standards. Like, in America, you're kind of supposed to be like curvy, mm-hmm. but then in East Asia, um, it's kind of less, you know. Mm-hmm. They, I feel like they value more being like very petite and skinny. Yeah, I guess, I guess that. I guess that a lot. I just feel like it's it, it's also unrealistic. The standard perfections, this like image that they put out, like that's like everyone's like, oh my god, they're so perfect because they have a lot of outside help, like they oh, have yeah. dermatologists, dietitians, like a a workout coach, like they have all of this outside help. It would be really hard to like look like them because we don't have all this outside help. We just have ourselves, our families, and like maybe just genetics. <laughs> genetics. They have like plastic surgery and Botox and all these different things, and it's just like so unrealistic for like the regular person to mm-hmm. get. Just like, and the, and the only way, and the only reason that they can get all these things is because like they have money. They have loads and loads and loads of money. This is sort of like off topic, but somehow kind of related. You know how people, I mean, it goes back to flex culture and academics. So, but you know how people will like, there's like a competition of, of like what your grades or your test scores are. Like, you know, when people are like, oh my God, I'm so sad because I got a 1580 on the SAT, but I really wanted a 1600. (laughs) Like, you know, you know that's a good score and you're only saying that so other people, A, know that you got that score and B, know or like think that you have really, really high standards and that for you, 1580 is like a low standard. I know, it's like, We've been choosing classes, and I've obviously been, like, talking to my mom, talking to my sister, trying to figure out what APs I'm taking, 
And every time I've, I've like everybody's been asking each other like, how many fees are you taking? Are you taking three? You're taking. Are you sure you want to take three? Or like it's 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 nobody's business. Like it's nobody's business. It's nobody's business how many APs you take. I feel like it's all. I feel like it's like because it, it whatever you take is because of it has, should be like within your capacity. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's annoying. It's like those people who don't take as many or who don't do who don't do what the norm is is like they're like. Are you sure? Like they be, they get looked at weirdly. Like that annoys me. I'm like everyone should just do what they can. I'm like do their code, do whatever they can. Like I don't know. That's just I feel like this all ties into like being the perfect student. Mm, oh, for sure. Taking the APs and getting fives on all of the exams. It's just I don't know. It it really that really frustrates me because like it's unrealistic and I, sometimes like it's attainable but like what's the cost to your mental like uh, to your mental health like i feel like this all just fuels anxiety oh it does for sure i feel like a lot of people see or they view your like grades and how difficult your academic workload is and they see that as like how intelligent you are someone might not be able to work or to take like three or four APs because they have to work a part-time job or they're doing, you know, really time consuming extracurriculars or just because they don't friggin' want to like spend all their time doing calculus on a Tuesday evening when they could be out being a teenager and having fun. All right. So that wraps up today's episode of our General Lenses podcast. We will see you next time. Thank you.